Hi there, welcome to Miniwag VMworld podcasting. Yeah, I still really haven't worked out a proper name. <laughs> I keep on giving them different names just to keep them fresh on YouTube. Uh, with me today is Mike. I forget your surname, sorry Mike. Uh, Mike Ellis. There we go. Um, Mike and I, we had a chat, I think it must have been, was it in Vegas last year or was it the year Yeah, before? last year we did a Miniwag and uh, it was... Uh, Really great views and stuff on it. So. Yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about your uh, UCS uh, the deployment FlexPod. Of FlexPod mm -hmm. at the time. So, um, how's your VMworld been so far? Uh, great. It's been just nonstop sessions, nonstop uh, networking and communication. Um, you know, I, I like the aspect of having 20,000 people here that I can talk to and share ideas with. Um, whereas, you know, you go to, um, you know, just when you're at home or when you're at work, you're kind of only socializing with in your own little bubble, people. yeah. Right, so just kind of get you out there, see what's uh, going on in the uh, IT community. More than just reading about it on the internet, you're actually talking to the guys who are. And of course, when you read about it on the internet, that's been filtered and right. refined for you by media people who have decided this is what's <laughs> happening in your right. community. Right. Whereas you come to VMworld, you come to the source. So has there been a particular session that you've? Like your top session that you've been to this well, year? Well, so far, my uh, favorite session was uh, the uh, Ask the V Expert uh, blogger panel. All right, with, okay. With uh, Chad, um, Duncan, Frank, and Scott Lowe. Okay. And uh, it was moderated by uh, Rick from VMware Tips. All right, so what did you get from the panel session? What was your question for the panel? Well, so, you know, after last VMworld, I, I kind of started this idea that I would uh, start my own blog site. Okay. Um, haven't really evolved it yet. Um, you know, it only has a few posts on there, but I'm kind of developing the. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm developing the idea of my my blog site. Uh, that session really kind of helped with that. Um, asking good questions. I mean, what I found when I first started blogging is that a lot of it was just stuff that I came across that week. And I think a lot of bloggers do this, that you put it on your own site so when you need to find it again, right. you know <laughs> look for it. Yeah. It's like I wrote about versus, that. Versus a, in a text file somewhere on a, whichever computer you were using at the time. Exactly, exactly. And I, I still uh, go back to my old site, RTFM, to look down and down things that right. I've forgotten. One thing I need to sort of memorize is, the, um, you know, the VMX setting for adjusting the keyboard repeat frequency? Yeah. <laughs> Because the number of times I download an appliance and I can't log into the thing because right. of the keyboard latency. Because yeah, all my, of, my, my a lot stuff of command is line a, stuff is, yeah. is good to you know reference and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, no, I definitely um, it's definitely a good way to reference back what you did. Um, you know, like one of the commands that I that I like uh, similar to the you know VNX and VMAX is um, uh, like the command for uh, and I can't remember what it is, but for reading. <laughs> For reading the uh, uh, the stats on on uh, NetApp Flash Cache to right, see okay. your reads and writes replaced and what whatnot. So have you moved on to another company since we uh, uh, last yes. Spoke? So uh, uh, last year I was with a customer, Seven Corners. They're you know a really great company, but I moved on to a, a, a bar now, Round Tower. All right, okay. They're a uh, they're a NetApp, EMC, Cisco uh, reseller. You know they they resell a lot of stuff, but um, I now work in the managed services team. Uh, as a senior system engineer. So what are you seeing in that particular space? What's the, the hot thing from VMware that customers seem to be demanding uh, right, a lot of? Right now, it's uh, a lot of uh, virtualization, um, obviously, is a core uh, product. Uh, we actually uh, do a lot with SRM. Uh, so a lot of companies want to do this um, you know, disaster recovery plan. A lot of compliance regulations are, are starting to go around that. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff 
uh, happening for requirements for businesses now uh, to have a more active or quicker failover in a, in a disaster situation. Uh, and the other big one is uh, virtual desktops, of course. Okay. And the companies that do a lot with development, uh, they like to see uh, some of the automation and um, the, really the vCloud director type, uh, you know, chargeback and, op, you know, capacity. And stuff. So, I mean, in our industry for the last couple of years, everybody's asked, is this going to be the year of the desktop? Have you seen it? significantly bigger this year than previous years? I think last year was the year of uh, proof of concepts for right. virtual desktops. And now I see a lot of people wanting to take their, their POC of their virtual desktop deployment and move it out to everybody. Mm. And I think that the biggest drawback or the biggest holdback um, over the last couple of years and over the last year more specifically was um, uh, with VMware View, the uh, the thin app process, mm. um, you know, capturing those applications so that you can run a floating desktop. There's a lot of really great sessions and products around thin app. Uh, I'm going to a technical deep dive later on today. Have you uh, had a chance to play with the uh, thin app factory yet? Uh, I've done a lot of research on it, and actually, uh, that's one really cool thing. I can't remember the name of the company, but there's one that actually published uh, 99 thin app factory. Catalogs. Yes, I think there. Are, I think it's something like Ignite or Ignite or something like that. Right. right. I um. I in the book I've just released on uh, VMware View, it over time kind of evolved in a more end-using computing book. Mm -hmm. So although 90% of it is about View, the last couple of chapters about ThinApp, ThinApp Factory, and Horizon. Mm -hmm. And uh, while I was writing the book, and while I was writing the chapter on ThinApp Factory, this link appeared at the top of the forums. <laughs> and what the, just to explain what the uh, ThinApp Factory is and what it does, um, I guess the, the best analogy is, Factory is about a process. Right. And you make that process so efficient that you can create those products uniform and standard very, very rapidly. And that's so, what ThinApp so Factory instance, will do. So for instance, the capture process for Office 2010 mm. is significantly complicated mm. you know there's all kinds of blog posts about it you know you have to get a, a certain version of uh, um, uh, thin app enterprise for it to work mm. um, and then Microsoft keeps releasing updates so uh, every time that you want to update that application um, or rebuild it what factory does is it automates that process yeah so it's what center orchestrator for thin app yeah yeah so I mean they have these things called uh, JSON feeds where you basically it's like a subscription for a blog you subscribe to the software to be updated and for basically an XML file which contains all the automation strings. So I, I, I subscribed to this uh, feed which brought down all the kind of free stuff, FileZilla, Acrobat mm -hmm. Reader, about 70 Firefox, or 80, Chrome, 80 apps. You click a button, you say capture, it spins up VMs, XP or Windows, and uh, builds the app and then Fires out the other side for you, right? And then um, what they've done is they've linked it to Horizon, so you could publish the application, stick it on a, a share, and just run it natively, or right. create an MSI. But it integrates with Horizon directly, so it actually publishes it to the Horizon uh, platform. Mm -hmm. Then all you have to do is say you can have access to it. It's really I actually want to set it up in my home lab and, and watch it run. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I about two or three years ago I switched over to the Apple Mac. And although I love my Mac, I'm now thinking, do I want to go back to Windows, run the ThinApp Factory appliance in my home lab along with the appliance for Horizon, and just have the application stream to my desktop? 
So all I would have is a plain vanilla Windows instance. My goal is to have no software on the laptop at all. No at operating all of, system or no software? Well, no operating, well, the operating system obviously I need to boot. <laughs> but I mean, I could have a virtual desktop if I wanted to and, right. and Pixie boot, but I want something local, but then you can do things like caching of the thin app locally. Right. So if you are away, that kind of thing. But of course that technology doesn't exist for Apple Mac at the moment. We no. don't have thin app for Apple Mac. Because no. uh, if, if we did, I'd be doing it. Well, thank you very much for, for popping on and, and telling us about your experiences. No, absolutely. Uh, tune in for the next mini wag coming to you soon.